The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Yeah. Oh. Just started. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's so nice. It's We're just going to record our sound check. That's fine. Hi, sound check. <laughs> check one. Yeah, no, I know. It's like two arguments. Like, there's a lot of people that are like, well, look at the numbers. This is, we're overreacting. It's blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, so like, well, but what would those, what would those numbers be without the overreaction? Right. It's so, it's such a double-edged sword. The conversation is a double-edged sword because you've got, what, what is under, what, okay, what, what number do you, would you like to see before we overreact? Yeah, right. 10 million? What, what would make you feel good about overreacting? Because the overreacting is what's keeping it low. I, I think so too. That's the only reason I mean, why it hasn't spread is because we're taking it seriously. So you can't then in turn, conversely, go, well, it's not that serious because the numbers are low. Well, right. No, you're thinking of it backwards and upside down, dude. Like you're not. You're so not if thinking- you're taking steps to flatten the curve, as they say, and all of a sudden the curve starts to flatten, so your idea is like, well, now we can just go back to normal, like. Or or that it was. See, guys, it wasn't so bad. The curve's flat. Yeah, that seems like sort of the like overwhelming response I'm seeing all of a sudden is people are like, this shit's not even that bad. Yeah, you know, you know, it's like it's yeah. like. Well, it's like taking, imagine if there was like a, like people taking a bunch of vitamin C. So somebody takes vitamin C every day and doesn't get sick. You can't then go, well, dude, why are you taking so much vitamin C? You don't get sick. Right. It doesn't, the logic is fucking pretzeled, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like weird specious. Like there's a rock in my backyard that keeps tigers away. Right, right. Well, I haven't seen because I've tigers. I, I haven't been attacked it's, by a it, fucking it, tiger. It's one of those arguments, <laughs> which and and I understand the whole. I understand the the whole like. I understand everybody's feelings one way and the other. Like I want to talk to you today about it. Uh, well, number one, let's introduce ourselves. You know how we do on Wednesdays during the apocalypse. Is the handsome boys in the bunky bunks? The bunk, fifteen feet underground. Holding it down with the Cenobites. You know what we do here. Um, <laughs> the landlord is in. He is f- currently fixing the plumbing. Uh, he's a good kid. It's not Al Gore. No, I believe your Cenobite's name is Kevin. It's Kevin. Um, he's doing a great job. <laughs> uh, so, so you know, we're, we're in B- Bobby's bunkie at, at the Rose Red Mansion. His dick is a drill bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like seven? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God, that was terrifying. Um but anyway, we're, we're here again on a Wednesday. Chuddy Buddy can't make it. Uh, he's got stuff to do. Uh, we'll be pumping one out this weekend at one point. Uh, well, I guess we'll figure out when that is, but we're definitely going to pump out another one and talk about what all three of us are up to. This is Bobby Bo- Bobby and I's uh, week, midweek commiserative meeting <laughs> uh, where we get to break up the week by complaining about everything um, because why not? We have this to complain about, and I know you're right with us asking the same questions. That's all I really want to do right now and is complain. I know, I know. I want to piss him I think both of us have had an exception. <laughs> we, we were told famously, right, by the Surgeon General that this was going to be our week of reckoning through yeah. this crisis. Like, I, and he, he verbatim said this is going to be our 9-11, our Pearl Harbor of this situation. It's going to be this week. Wow. And um, he literally said that, which is as ominous as you're going to get. Well, now, I, I wonder like how we would be – if we were living in New York City or San Francisco or – Oh, it'd be – You know what dude, I mean? We're like, super like, lucky. I can't even imagine what their level of like anxiety is. And, and desperation. Um, right. Because right, even talking to some people, I ran into some people on the way over here that are industry people. And uh, oddly enough, at a liquor store, because that's what you do when you work in the industry and you can't go to work. Um, so Get a good um, old liquor like, store gig. Right. They're, I'm like, how are you guys doing? And they're like, well, we're on unemployment. We're just figuring it out. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, well, you can pop on by to Home Slice and get some free pizza. Like if you guys right. are industry people. And they're like, oh, my God, thank you. And, 
you know, it's, it, we're all kind of, we're all kind of, it's feeling now like we spoke about on Sunday and even last week, what that first week felt like the second week, the third week, and now we're kind of getting into the fourth week here and um, shit is getting hyper real and not just financially, which it is for most people. Like we like, you know, Bobby, myself, Chetty, we're all doing okay right now. That could change on a, on a dime. Sure. Um, uh, it could change by this time next week. We could be fucking staring down the barrel of a gun. But for now, we're doing okay. But boy, emotionally, um, uh, my, and that's what you and I were talking about was what it's feeling like anxiety wise and emotionally right. is not. It's been a rough week for me. Um, yeah. and it could be worse, but you know, I'm, I'm healthy and I have a job and all that. But man, emotionally, right. I, I'm starting to feel it now. Yeah. Whereas before, it was well, it's like, like a weight. There's just a constant right, weight on you right. all the time. Yeah. You know, bacon press. You've just inherited <laughs> another burden. Yeah. You know, that makes all of your other burdens much, much heavier. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, and it's weird. It, it's funny because people adapt so quickly. Like, you know, I mean, shit, you know, POWs adapt to being a POW, you know, like people right. adapt to their situations. That's the beauty of being human. But it's starting, you're starting to see people now, whereas before everybody was really patient with each other. Mm-hmm. We're starting to get a month in here. And I know you, some of you guys out there have been dealing with this a lot longer. So forgive us. We're just, you know, trying to speak our truth. But, um, it's starting to get like you can start to see people starting to flare up a little bit. Yeah, you get very bristly sure. right now. Even the people I work with, that kindness and the whole working in it together. Yeah, that, that shit rah, runs out pretty quick. Boy, doesn't it? With humans, <laughs> it's like you know, nine eleven that lasted a while. That whole feeling of goodwill, but you know, it didn't but last you forever. And the, you and the girl are getting along well, though. Like Every, you yeah, guys are... yeah, no, we're doing great. I mean, like I said, for me, like my daughter's healthy and happy. <laughs> Let's just call this segment love in the times of Corona. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful film. But I need some like yeah. uh, kind of wistful, uh, beautiful, poetic sort of description of what's going on. If we're going to. I know, right? Go full Gabriel Garcia Marquez. And... Dude. <laughs> I believe if it's pronounced Garcia. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. From Barcelona. <laughs> so, no, but it's, you know, it's starting to get real, man. Even your boys here, which are usually upbeat and doing our thing, there's a there's a little bit of a somber tone right now. You could just, it's like a little mist hanging over everything. And um, I don't see that going away anytime soon. So I have to constantly remind myself to be a little bit more kind and patient, which I, patience is definitely not one of my virtues. Kindness, I like to believe I'm kind, but... I could see us just starting to bristle. So out. we we got extended. At least we're going through April twenty sixth. I think was the new date. I thought it was the end of the month. Um, well, I think same, it was same. like the twenty sixth. I think thirtieth. Yeah. yeah, and I, I don't know where like I heard, come up with those numbers, but I heard thirtieth. But I mean, we were talking about you know tomato tomato with yeah, yeah exactly. Like, you know, it's yeah, it's gonna be a minute, and I'm hoping where we're at. Bobby and I were talking about where we're at, like. We don't have a lot of cases that we know of. I always got to preface that. Sure, saying, sure. That we know of. But it doesn't feel like we're getting affected as hard as other cities because we're smaller and we got to self-quarantine earlier than a lot of places. Our governor did a good job telling us that to shelter in place. It wasn't the fastest state by any means, but it was still good for a small town like us. Have you heard anything out of Denver, which is more indicative of a big city for our state? Yeah, I don't know. I think Denver ended up with like, I mean, it's like 5,000 cases or something like that. Which, for a town of that size, you know, yeah. you know, Denver feels like it's a bigger city in America, but it really isn't. It's not It's that. not even like top 20 site, right. side, you know, size-wise. But at least it's a compacted city. Right. Like Denver's kind of starting to get built on top of each other. It is. Know? So it is. you could see something like this running rampant. I guess they did a good job. It seems like it. 5, I really don't know. 5,000 seems yeah. like okay for i don't right how do you put this in perspective and i don't know where like we rank nationally as a state or i mean yeah i don't know we have more cases than some and less than others obviously but like we're you know because you got to say like new york that's like a hundred thousand some odd yeah man people so per per capita they've got to be out front right right you would think for sure all the new talk now is that we're facing this new normal thing and there are people are like, life is never going to be the same. And I, I think that's all bullshit. I, I'm kind of tired of hearing that. Well, I think I think there will be a sense of normality. Of course, we're going to get passes. But I don't think it's ever going to be the exact same. Well, yeah. And it shouldn't. I know. but it like, shouldn't. And I guess what I'm speaking to is more like, you know, there's this kind of common thread that like, wow, we've lost 
all these civil liberties, we've lost all this freedom, plus our mindset is going to change so much that we're, you know, kind of like what happened after 9-11 where we just accepted. Uh, Take you off our shoes. At the all that and, shit. Right, right, right. right. You know what I mean? Which even that is kind of diminished and changed. It's diminished. You know it's what diminished. I mean? I mean, we're, I, we're, I mean, we are talking 20 years later. But. I, I just try to balance like the idea of like, yeah, obviously, you know, sometimes your life isn't going to be the same going forward when something dramatic happens. But at the same time, you know, it doesn't mean, you know, that we've lost everything. No, I didn't. I mean, you're right. And and when I say and I've said when we started doing these Wednesday casts, my thing was like, it, we're never it's not this. We're never going to have that normal back again. And I didn't mean that necessarily in like a fatalistic way. What I meant was. It's good that we change after, like, you should act differently after a friend passes away. For sure. You should act differently when something traumatic happens to you. Right. That's your opportunity to take that as a, as a, uh, a I don't want to say sign, that sounds too, you know, what a woo-woo for everybody. Yeah, yeah. But, but you should use it as a tool to improve in some way. Right. Um, when a family member, when a family member uh, pass away or when you get a divorce or whatever those case may be. Those are your opportunities to get better, I guess, is, is the thing. Yeah. And hopefully, as a government, we'll get better after this. I would hope so. Uh, I, I would hope that next time we have the opportunity to put in people for a pandemic uh, group of scientists to, to keep on staff, I think maybe that's a good idea going forward. Yeah, that might be an uh, office we should keep going. Maybe we should stockpile in advance things like masks and ventilators. Um, maybe that's something we should do. So, so hopefully we'll take it as a sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for now, your boys are healthy. We're sipping on some Celsius because it's Wednesday and that's what we do. Um, yeah, you you were talking. You were talking like you could feel yourself. I mean, you've got some some stuff legally you can't get done because of this, right? Um, which is frustrating. You feel yourself kind of getting a little, maybe a little bit more snippy and dark with some definitely, people. Definitely a little um, snip going on. Um, you and I both talked about something that happened to each one of us individually today where we kind of got into a snipey match yeah, yeah. with somebody. And maybe we wouldn't have. In a, but, right. Uh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's like I said, we're up against it now, dude. The bristles are starting to come out, dog. Yeah, no and doubt. The quills are rising. I know. You know, it's weird. It, but it's good to be able to recognize it, right? That way you can yeah. address it. For sure. You know, rather than just... Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm going to come out of this, you know, maybe a slightly better human, but... I would hope I'm so. I'm a pretty shitty human. <laughs> so the bar's low? Overall. <laughs> so the, any marginal change would be noticeable. <laughs> well, um, a, a quick update. Uh, our boy uh, Tig's been helping Bobby out with his garage, and Bobby's now got his new... He's got his turn turntables in there with some records, and um, our boy was kind enough to to get streaming service for like any ufc fight so we still got a few things to do at the garage yeah how the fuck the, did that happen at the garage bar he just he just he just did pulled it while that we out of doing. his ass i was like wow and he's okay. like oh no i could bring over a fridge and drop it off and i mean yeah t tig is down dude tig's the man um but but you know what tig call your guatemalan family they miss you so okay. but, but, <laughs> your wife misses you terribly. Um, but we're putting that together because that's going to be an opportunity for us next week. I don't know if you saw the card. Uh, yeah. For 249. Um, and that is one of those no crowd, no, no crowd. Just, just bare bone. Brazilia you know. did it with no testing, which right. wasn't smart in the early going. WWE just had... Uh, WrestleMania, right? Which was pre-recorded, so it wasn't a live event, which was weird as well. Yeah. But from what I hear, I don't watch wrestling. I don't either. But what I hear from people that watched it, it was it was it was nice to watch, even though it wasn't the same. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it was sad. It scratched so, an itch. That's the thing I've, I haven't heard anything about. Apparently, uh, Rob Kronkowski is now like the world heavyweight champion or some shit. <laughs> he hosted it. Okay, Gronk but then he the jumped other. in the ringing and it's did it, of course. It's Gronk. You know. Dude. He's yeah. full of fucking flat bills. Smashing, He's kind of born for that. Smashing that. What is lights. it with NFL tight ends? I don't, 
They're kind of all douchey. Because uh, what's his uh, Kittle from San Francisco? Same I, guy. I guess is like the world's biggest wrestling fan. Same like, guy. Like he just fucking, you know Kelsey watches wrestling. You know probably right. You know he does. Because that guy's a lunatic. Yeah, dude. That whole family apparently. Oh, the Kelsey brothers are nutters. supposed to be nutters, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Super Bowl champion, right? Jesus Christ. Um, hopefully we get an NFL, and I think we will. They're talking about having the draft be yeah, that's remote, weird right now. Like it used to be. Yeah, Remember it's going to be all it into a party, but now yeah, they're, they're calling it. It's basically a fantasy football draft. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like how we do fantasy football right. drafts. You right. know, everyone's got online, and I guess they're going to have IT staff at every location. Crazy, right? But like their whole staff are going to be talking virtually, and weird. It's going to be super weird. But at least well, I, going back to what what I was talking about for Bobby's house. So on the 18th is UFC 249. I don't know how to feel. I, it's hard not to feel excited about having an opportunity to watch a just watch sports something. event, um, especially after what we've been going through. Um, I don't necessarily think Dana White's uh, reasoning for doing it is that virtuous. However, we're now in a situation where we might be able to watch some banging fights, and we don't. We still don't know where it is. Um, they know. I know they're building a. Uh, they're building a facility on a private island. Yeah. Um, which Epstein's Island, I'm which, assuming. Obviously. Yeah. It's got to do it in the pyramid, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're getting a private Hillary's line. bringing the pizza. <laughs> and the baby smoothies. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be weird, right? Um, it's going to be a weird new thing. and But um, I'm, ex- I'm, ex- take it. I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, you got guys out there who I, I really, really, really like. Luke Thomas, and he's been uh, uh, he's been on the side of the fence of caution. He's he's never been a fan, and subsequently, I guess he's been destroyed so much social media where he's yes. not could even mention it anymore. Yeah, he's gotten crushed. Yeah, um, it's just he's his main concerns are the concerns of the fighters, and I don't think anybody realized what he was actually saying. But whatever. Um, the the point being that think of all the protocols that need to be in place to do this at this point. Are you going to have a hospital nearby? Do you have ambulances, doctor personnel standing by? Have um, to, right? Do you? I mean, is everybody tested? How often? What happens? What happens if somebody tests positive? Do you call the event off? Or do you like? There are so wow. many variables in this to think about on a private island that has no infrastructure. Right. I mean, what do you like? So I hope they, I just hope they do it right and do right by the fighters. Yeah. And, um, because if this goes off without a hitch, it's just going to. It, there'll be, will be, it'll be such an influx of confidence. And, and that, it's crazy I to think about this in, in regards to these organizations. I mean, obviously, like, I'm more, like, NFL-centric mm-hmm. when it comes to sports than any other. Like, I mean, I, I think you could safely say right now the chances of there being, like, an NCAA football season are probably fairly slim. It's getting slimmer I mean, by the day. That, because they that, start way early. That's going to be really hard yeah. To put all that shit together. Amen. Um, the NFL is planning on going ahead, um, but you've got like Gavin Newsom from California already came out and said that there's no, no fucking go. way no we're not going to have people in the stands at least. Right. You know, right. there's not going to be crowds of people like gathered They're to do this. They're thinking weird shit like having the players and the bleachers separated. Yeah, exactly. It's just how do you? you I know, don't think that's an. Experience. The president's involved. He sat all of them down, including like all like all the commissioners from all the major sports, Plus Mc, including Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon and well, the guy these, draws eighty grand. You know, right? Things, you know, I mean, and, and he's buddy buddy. I guess. Oh no, him and Trumpy Dana White and, Dana and Trump White. are all besties. Yeah, dude. they all they're all besties. They all touch each other. Yeah, for sure. Um. <laughs> but but I mean, it was good to see at least WWE pull off an event. and it seemed to have been gone well. I, I think the more of these that happen, and and again. I don't know the protocols involved. I just hope everybody's doing the right thing by virtue of everybody else. And we won't yeah. know that because nobody's talking about what they're doing. They're just saying it's well, going to be safe. Fucking uh, Dak Prescott's gotten himself in hot water with oh. this a couple of times now. Oh. Because uh, he is ignoring some of the Texas because they finally went kind of shelter in place. Right. Uh, no contact kind of thing. Right. But he's out. Hanging out with Terrell Owens and all these other dudes and doing workouts together and they're having a fucking catch. So are these naysayers? Is it it a hoax type of thing that doesn't exist? I don't know. I I think that, you know, I I don't have any problem with that kid. He seems like a good kid. Yeah. Yeah. I never had a problem with him. Like, yeah. But I think it's, excuse me. I think it's a little, um, (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's a little like tone deaf. 
I agree. Especially when you're a public figure. And if you're going to do it, then do it. And why post it? Go to the empty stadium, have your fucking workout, but don't post it on Instagram. They can't help themselves. I know. It's amazing. Everybody under 30 cannot... It's literally, they can't help. Like Prescott's probably got an agent telling him like, oh yeah, we need to have visibility and make sure everyone knows you're working hard because he's trying to get a contract. True. Different. Well, no, he got his contract. Well, he hasn't had his long term. I know, but he's got, he got his guarantee. He got a ton of guarantee. Well, he got a tag, right? So like. But I thought the, I thought he got the money though. Um, he's got a, uh, under the tag, I think he signed his tag. Okay. I think. Some I'm like, not 100% some sure. Like 30 million guarantees. But yeah, and because quarterback numbers under the franchise tag, like, Ridiculous. he just got a big fat check. If they tag him again mm-hmm. next year, it'll be like 45 fucking million dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it'll change quarterbacking forever, like, as far as salary structure. Crazy. If he, because he's doing the Kirk Cousins thing right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is, hey, man, I can't, yeah, I'm not mad at it. you. How'd that work hey, for Kirk? I'm not mad at you, brother. Um, but it's going to be an, it's interesting going forward to see how, how we all start dipping our toe back into the water. You saw Wuhan, yeah. Now basically, kind of back. Yeah, I mean, people are, but it seems like people are taking precautions. They're just happy to be able to be outside, and but around being each able other. to like kind of group. Yeah, around, yeah. Because you know, right. it hadn't stopped. I mean, I saw I saw a video of Central Park four days ago. A uh, thousand people. Yeah, uh, I saw a video of like this. The I guess there's a famous like seafood market in was it Maryland or, but literally wall to wall people like right. people. Uh, there was no there was no six foot space anywhere. God. Um, so people are like really kind of like meh. I know. Even even here in Durango, um, I I know somebody that was down that was kayaking yesterday that I talked to. I'm like, how was it down there? And he's like, oh, it's great. And I was like. You know, every time I walk go by the river, I see a lot of people paddleboarding, kayaking. That's awesome because that's something you can do. That's fairly that's safe. Sure. You're not there with a thousand people. And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "It was crazy. Every single beach and opening along the way was packed with people." Yeah, right. That's where they're gathering. So, woo. And I go, they probably weren't wearing masks, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> and what do you do, dude? How yeah. do you tell people to? I mean. It's you could feel people's cabin fever starting to rise. I couldn't imagine like the big cities where it's even more um, intense. But like people are going to act out, dude. That's why that. That's why that. We're not a stay-at-home culture here. No, even in regular. I mean, we don't like being indoors in no. Durango. I mean, for the most part, people move here to be outdoors all the time. Yeah, but can't you do that within the context? Be outdoors of this? and drink. Like that's what we do. In Durango. In that order. And <laughs> Sometimes at the same time. Yeah. And we're not pack your lunch people. Like, no. everyone goes go to out. lunch. We go and out. And we all congregate. Exactly. And we talk. And we drink. So I understand run, it's you know? hard, but yeah. like, isn't it an all or nothing proposition? You can't not follow it a little bit. I know. That's the only way to kill it. Right. So I know. I know. And I, I don't want to tell anyone. I don't have an opinion. I have an opinion, but I, it's not. I don't look down on anyone. Either do I. Necessarily. I'm, I'm really. I'm definitely not going to shame people. No, I won't. Definitely won't shame people. I, I'm starting to become one of those guys now because I've been wearing. Anytime I go into a public setting, I'll put a mask of some sort on, mm-hmm. and I do that only as a, regardless of its efficacy. It's almost a sign of solidarity. It is right. You know, I don't know if it's working or not. Like but I'm not a scumbag. It's yeah. essentially like yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm on board. We're in this. We understand what's going on, don't we? Yeah. And and you know what? There's as many people with them without them, which makes it I know counterintuitive. Because what are you really doing with a mask on if everybody doesn't have one? Well, and I I walked down here today, and I didn't wear my mask mask walking. Right. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just no, and like nobody was around you. Point A to point B. Right. But then I kind of got downtown, and there was like a group of elderly folks standing on the street corner, and I got a I moved I. Avoided them, right? Because none of them had any. You know what I mean? I'm like, well, you're you're the people. Like, maybe you should think about having something. Do you think? You know what I mean? Or they or are they just like ready to go? (laughs) (laughs) This is their fucking you know suicide by cop. Where they're like, I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm waving the gun at them all. Come get me. Um, <laughs> I'm just so tired of life. <laughs> I know it's funny. We were outside having a smoke, and you were talking about like, well, they were saying this is our 9/11 or whatever, and I'm like, man, I did that shit. Yeah, I've already been there, bro. I did 9/11. I did Katrina. It was my first six months in the Air Force. 9/11. Literal 9/11. Yeah. Four years later, guess what? Katrina. Right. Great. 
sheltered in Biloxi at Keesler Air Force Base. At least Did it sheltered here? You know, <laughs> I don't need another Biloxi. I don't need another 9/11. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> I, and it's so because it's so it's so apples and oranges to that because that happened in one instant. Yeah, that was a several hours of of tragedy and horribleness, and this just feels like you wake up and you're like. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, man. I made the mistake of posting a, a little cartoon that I found. I thought it was hilarious. Um, and it was about conspiracy theorists and everything. And it mentioned 9-11. <laughs> and it was really just funny and fun. Sure. Because every, everyone right now is wearing that hat. They're just oh, God, tinfoiled yeah. up. 100%. And, um, it immediately started like, yeah, well, what about Building 7, bro? Like, no one, <laughs> no one's ever oh, been yeah, to I saw that. I rubble. saw that no one's been, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Really? Like, you guys don't even understand the irony of you posting that on Exa- this post. On this post. Yeah. No, it, the irony's, irony is lost on a lot of people. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Uh, but, but, yeah, dude, I don't... It, it, what do you say to people? I'm starting to get a lot more kinder and gentler in the in almost in my tolerance of people like that. Mm-hmm. People like that tend to make me angry. I don't have a lot of... I don't suffer... I don't suffer idiocy very well. Um, I don't suffer you fools don't. very well. And I'm starting to have to. Because it feels like if I don't, I'll just be fighting with everything. Right. You know? And maybe that's the way to go about it going forward. Like, well, I don't, yeah. You know, I let, I let stupid people irritate the shit out of me. Right. And I shouldn't. They're just being them and doing the best they can, mm-hmm. too. But it doesn't mean they're less fucking Cajun, does it? You know? <laughs> And we're gonna we're speaking of bats words are not supposed to stay in the wrong context. We're not gonna talk about Louis until Sunday oh. with Sean. Oh yeah, yeah. We can't yeah. talk about it because he's he's gonna want in on that bad boy. But we could yeah, we could mention the fact we're gonna drift into media. But like uh, Louis C.K. did put out a special, and uh, it's been a while. Um, and they love and the one thing I'll say is yeah we all know why and if you don't know why Louis was famously caught up in the Me Too movement he physically didn't touch anybody he was called to be almost co- willingly coerced or something even though they gave him consent they felt pressured anyway it was a very very this was the misdemeanor not stopping at a red light ticket of the crime world right <laughs> there's murder in the first and then there's running a red light. Like, um, he ran the red light. Like, yeah. yeah. He, this was about as benign. And, yeah. And, and he kind of rolled through a four-way. That, exactly. Yeah, that, um, I, and that's not taking away. Maybe these girls did feel the way they felt, and I'm sure they didn't. That's, no, for sure. Dude, I'm not, I can't pretend to know what that feels like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we don't want to diminish any of that. But that being said, that dude lost his life for two years. Yeah, straight up. You know, and uh, he, he he was canceled. He was put on oh in exile. And, and he speaks on that, I think, in a very intelligent way. I think so too. Without pandering, yeah. without and like I say, we could discuss. We can get in depth on that. Yeah, and we will. We will with Sean. I just it's good to maybe throw a couple of clips in there. Let, yeah, but, yeah. And, and it's it's important to know that'll be a lot of our media. Trust me on the next podcast. But uh, for those who don't know, Bobby, tell tell people how they can see that special, so you can see it before we talk about it. Um, they, you need to go to louisck.com. Right. Um, if you want to see his new special, um, it's seven ninety nine. It's I eight bucks. I think it's basically yeah. eight bucks. He's done this a couple of times. Go out. Uh, it's all the money goes directly into you know Louis's website. Like it just like I think he makes all the money. There's yeah, no he, distribution. He did. They just put it on the site. It's a direct download. You've got the special. It's I think it's worth it. If you're a Louis fan and you can get past all the you're like a comedy fan. You know I mean, you want to laugh right now? I mean You want to take an hour out of your life and laugh? Trust me. Yeah. I mean if you're listening to our podcast, you're you're sick fucks like we are. As far as I'm concerned, he's the Reggie White of fucking comedians. hundred percent. There's, I mean, he's he's almost he's the comedian's comedian. He's, he's as accomplished a comedian as we've ever seen. Ever. Seriously. And that's a lot. But he's done it on every platform. You know. And this special is no different. And for as I think Chuddy was texting about it. And, and like I said, we won't go into specifics on it. But I will say like Chuddy was talking about it like in glowing terms. Again, this is our boy. So he tends to go zero to 100. It's either feast or famine with that guy. But. It was very he he was he was inferring that this was like his best special by far, and I don't necessarily agree with that. No, I don't but either. I will say that it's so Louis. 
Like, yeah. It's yeah. new. It's as dark. But he's always been dark. He's always been uncomfortably dark at times. He yeah. goes. The the thing about the thing about Louis, I think, is that it's it. What he does is he puts the dark thought in your brain, which yeah, I think is interesting. Very, very, very hard to do. Great way to say that. He doesn't just say a fucked up thing no. and have you react. He doesn't. He go, says oh, a fuck. He says something, fire. and then all of a sudden you're thinking the dark thing. Exactly. <laughs> He'll allude to the darkness, you, you and know, you get to finish. The and joke you're, yeah, that. you know, and and he does it over and over again in this special. And there's some moments where I'm just like. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, for wow. sure. There's I was watching definite... with Jess, and she was like, there's one moment she was like, that's too much. Yeah. And Which I'm is, like, that's you the, might be right. That's the point. <laughs> that's the point. But it's trying to really funny, and it's really smart. Yep. And he does everything. He can do it all that with a wink because he's earned that cachet a little bit. Yeah. And now he's earning it back. And there's uh, 100%. There's, and that all of that is wrapped in a cocoon of uh, self-deprecation. Yeah, like for sure. This isn't a guy just espousing shit and he thinks he's awesome. Like, th- this is just yeah. I, there's very few. Guys I have no doubt there. in my own mind that he thinks he's awesome. Oh no, I've been. I think I, he's very aware of who he is as a their own as a person for creativity. Creatively, yeah. yes. There's been more than one person that has met him and said that is kind of arrogant. Yeah. And boy, if anybody needed, to, and you don't have to be arrogant. It's probably not great to be, but. Uh, it's, I mean, yeah. How many more fucking cool things do you want to Dan get Marino there? was arrogant. Uh, just saying. Yeah? Just saying. Never fucking, never made a bad play. That, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Never did something, you know, but, you know, he's on that level. But it's it's worth, between now, guys, and Monday when we release the next one, go go download that. That would be awesome. It's eight bucks. It's so eight go bucks. do it. That way we can all kind of talk about it and... We, when we talk about it, you can kind of agree or disagree with us. You know what I mean? It, that would be fun to do. Yeah, we'll, we'll go more a little like deep dive on that special. It's worth it. Um, Pick a couple of clips that we can legally sh- like like play for you guys. Yeah, and, why yeah. not? Um, yeah. We talked about Segura the other week. Uh, so we're going to keep big up at these guys that are putting out good content during this time. Yeah. Um, and media has never been more important than it is right fucking now. 100%. And laughing has probably never been more important. Never. Than it is right now. Like, yeah, it's I mean, really cool to have something to laugh at. I wasn't around right. during the Crusades, you know. But uh, I'm gonna say in my lifetime, uh, <laughs> 9/11 and this are kind of the biggies. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I Katrina. So. I was in Cali. You know, I went through the Northridge quake, which I've talked about on the podcast. That was trying and sure. dramatic for for a, a period of time. And the riots. Was I was about to say the riots and, was trying. Yeah. But but this, I mean, dude, we're in week four here. So and man. This, boy, this is death by a thousand cuts. We are watching, walking the razor's edge. Amen, dude. Yeah. Amen. But media-wise, <laughs> we talked a little. You got into the first episode of Ozark, right? Um, so yeah, um, I'm, I haven't started season three. I okay. just I started over. I finished. I did the same thing. You I did. wanted I, to refresh. I took your advice. So Rex was episode five, season two. So I jumped on board at that point. Right. So I watched the last five episodes, which was a great refresher for me. Yes. I, some of the, dude, it was a year and a half. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Right. I'm old. I'm befuddled. <laughs> like, dude, so I needed the refresher, and I'm glad I did that because then it seamlessly went into season three. I saw the first episode. <sighs> With the way season two ends, which you know how it ends. I do. You're going to be – initially when season three started, I went, oh, man – I felt like they took a shortcut in it. Yeah. But they didn't. It was the only way they could play their hand. And I'm so glad they did it the way they did it. You'll know what I'm talking about when okay. you begin it. But they they did a thing. They did an old trope in series where they took the liberty to change certain things to 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 wrap a red ribbon around it and get on to the next chapter. Well, they... Because um, they, they, they leave you on kind of a... Rewatching that show, which is, I think... Really fucking well written. I'm glad um, I did too, because there was some stuff that I think I got wrong on the first time. It's a weird fucking thing to marathon because it, it, you start to pick up on rhythms of the show when you right. watch it all back to back to back to back to back. Yes, yes. So yes, initially, yes, yes. when I first saw this show, I saw it week to week. Episodic, so I had right. six days to fucking let it gestate, <laughs> totally. and then boom. And then, but when you're watching it 
week after week or hour after hour, you're just back to back. You start to notice like, oh, everything's going great. Everything's going great. We got it all figured out. Everything fell apart. Build, 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 build. Somebody died. Yeah. Build, 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 build. You know what I mean? Like you start to get into the rhythms of it. I agree with you. It's like watching if you watched every Mission Impossible movie back to back to back. The same thing. You'd be like, man, this motherfucker gets disavowed every two years. Exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? No, it's so funny you mentioned that because I said to Rex last night we were watching some of the episodes, and I said to her, I go, can't these poor people have one day? Just a day when Just a f- day. shit goes okay. Like breakfast, lunch, dinner, Just go a to nice bed. Day. Everything's chill. Like <laughs> literally every day their bottom falls out of them. Just the ass falls out of it's, every plan they have. I mean, it's great. It's fun. And it, but, but then like. The enjoyment. Yeah. And some of the, they round the corners off a little bit on some of the way things get resolved. They build you up right. to your like, this is fucked. So, like, uh, there's okay. no way they're going to figure this out. That's a great way to say it. You will see within the first episode that they've taken some of the sharper edges out. And whereas I would be very, I would be very critical of that typically mm-hmm. because I want them to suffer through that. They do it in, in such a way where they allow you to just fucking get on with the next thing. Right. Instead of being mired in sure. a particular moment. Like, which... And then that gets tedious, right? So it gets Ozark gets compared a lot to The Sopranos hmm. because it's 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 a crime driven, you know, uh, the dark side of society kind of thing. But it's also concurrently about family. So hmm. how do your I, family dynamics interact with what you're doing? Blah blah blah. Right? I, I would I would make it more akin, and there's a reason why I'd make it more akin to Breaking Bad. And, and, and I think definitely some similarities there because as well. Because the anxiety. The anxiety. I never felt anxiety well, watching The Sopranos. And that was actually kind of... The Sopranos, over the, that, what, eight years? Something like that. Something like that. They managed to avoid that tension and anxiety. Right. Because they were like, we're doing this. We're here going to be here for a while. Mm. And we're going to tell this story. And right. there would be episodes Ugh. where almost nothing happened. Exactly. No one's getting fucking hit. No right. one's getting whacked. It's mostly an episode where it's just Tony talking to the lady and fucking sure. like, and not a whole lot. And it and, and it's more like the sh- like Ozark does not spend those episodes just developing characters. It doesn't take time. Like off. every week, it's just like here's the horrible fucking thing that happened to everybody. <laughs> so I like both styles. Sure. sure. You know what I mean? But I, I think. I think it's a great show. It's one of the best shows on TV right now. I don't think it's in that pantheon, though. Um, not right now, because there's not enough. Again, now we're talking about, like, where we talk about musicians, where there's just not enough work. Yeah, and that might be in. true. Right. And this was always my, and whatever, people are probably going to be shocked, but this was always my biggie argument. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, there's not enough work there for me to vault you into... You're not Gangst- on the Mount Rushmore. You're not on Gangstar territory. You're not nope. on De La Soul territory. You're not. You just haven't put in enough work. But that doesn't mean Biggie wasn't one of the best of all times for what those were. But I give a lot of credit to longevity. Yeah. Um, and good longevity, not hanging around right. just hanging around. Um, like there's certain actors that we probably can sure. bring to mind. They might have been in a Scorsese movie recently. Um, but sometimes you wear out your welcome artistically, so it's good to kind of disappear before that. Um, but yeah, I, I totally I totally agree with you um, with that thought. But for me, the break, the anxiety that is created within Ozark, the only other show I can compare it to that I've seen is Breaking Bad. The, yeah. pa- the palm sweaty, holy shit, what the fuck? Right. And there's those, how is he going to get out of this moment? And how right. is he going to get out of this God, moment? I would even argue that Breaking Bad, like, there would be like two of those episodes per season. Yeah, of the anxious You know ones. what I mean? When the rest would be kind like, of like, slow burning. Yeah, like kind of slow burning yeah. and then like, oh God. Oh no, they con- they condensed it. There was a, there's the argument that the season two of Ozark was too too much all the time. It was a lot. It, it was a lot. I, I, do you think it was too much? It's hard to say. That. I don't know if it's too much, but it was enjoyed, a lot. It was very fucking it. stressful. Because at some point, it stresses your disbelief a little bit because you're like... It's true. At some point, a human being would fucking pack up their shit and walk away from all this. Because they're yeah. like, this is a nightmare. Some of the adjunct characters, why aren't you yeah, gone? Just leave. <laughs> you can leave. They can't. Right. So why don't you go? Like, yeah. No, I agree with you. And it, it does have a tendency to stretch that membrane of belief. Oh, dude. Um, but you're buying it because the acting is so good and the oh, dialogue man. is so the good. The acting and dialogue um, are 
Phenomenal. And and uh, there's a great article out there about Bateman as a director on the Ozark, and it's a very compelling um, argument for why he's maybe the best director on television. It's really interesting. Ooh, I'd like to read that, actually. Um, it's really cool because he's – the kid's been doing it since he's eight. Yeah. I mean, he's been in television since he's eight. Now he's 50. It's his world. He's been doing this a minute, guys. So he yeah. knows the ins and outs. Anyway, but um, watch Ozark. That was fantastic. I've been – all up on Money Heist. Um, Ooh, what is that? I don't even know what that is. Okay, it's a film. It's a Spanish series, not not speaking Spanish, but from Spain. And the whole premise of the show, they have four seasons, dude. They've got like fifty episodes of the show, and they just landed on Netflix, all of them. Right, because there are seasons in Spain. I don't know if it's going to jump the shark down the road, but I will tell you the first season. Essentially, it's it's the classic trope of. A group of we got nowhere else to go and nothing to lose gets joined together by a big brain to pull off the heist of all time. Gotcha. Um, that's essentially the premise. How they jump back and forth timelines, the acting, because you don't know any of these people. Um, it's in Spanish um, with subtitles, which is beautiful. I love, I love listening to other languages because you can get the inflection and tone. And it's so like, especially Spanish spoken in Spain. Is so pretty, um, and doesn't hurt when really hot women are saying it either. Um, there, there's like violence and nudity, and it's everything you want out of a crime show. But it's essentially they work five months to pull off the biggest heist ever in the history of man, where the the whole end game would be, uh, what is it, three point two billion dollars. Oh, not that's fucking a, around. That's enough. Not fucking around. Mm-hmm. And, but but the whole pre- the, the guy's been spending 20... You don't know who this guy is yet that put this group together fully. but And you don't know why he's doing it, how long it actually took. But he said it's been taking half of his life to put the heist together. So it's been like 20 years in the making. Wow. And so he finds these people that got nothing else to do, nowhere to go. And they're all specialists, per se, in their fields. And brings them together trains them for five months and then sends them on to this heist. Yeah. And it's every time, and it's the really smart detective negotiator against the what they call the professor. And it's them battling it out mentally. And then all the intrigue and all the nonsense that goes on between people over a long course of time. Gotcha. It's really cool. But it's called Money Heist. Money Heist. Couldn't recommend it more. It's not heady, but it's shot really well. The music's really cool. The people are all beautiful. And some kind of classic, tropey, oh, fun. Just fun. Caper. Just super caper, like twist and turn. Like oh, I love that. Very Inside Man. Some of my favorite shit. Oh, dude, I just watched Inside Man again. How good is that? Fuck, I forgot. How fuck? And by the way, the whoever put this together for this show definitely saw I've that seen movie. Inside Man, yeah. Um, there, were some, there were some moments where they took some... They now they took a small idea and then blew it out into proportion and fleshed it, but it was definitely reminiscent of some stuff. It was very, it's a very cool show. I, I forgot that Spike Lee did Inside. Yes, he did. Yes, did he it did. very well. Yes, he did. <laughs> that is a Clive Owen is fucking off the charts in that movie. Dude, he's so good. He's dude. so fucking just. I mean, good. the whole movie just yeah. Talk about twists and turns. Yeah, um, I could go down a Clive Owen weird rabbit hole for sure. I I really like that guy, dude. I just don't think he ever found that right role. I mean, you know, children of men that just, well, I mean, but 14 people have seen it and two of them are here. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? I think it's one Sin of the, City? I think it's like one of the great sci-fi movies of the last 50 it fucking was, it years. It was so brilliant and, and, and so on point. Unbelievably well directed. And, yeah. yeah. But anyways, but, speaking but, of sci-fi, I started a, a new show too. What'd you start? Um, well, sci-fi might be a stretch, but, uh, uh, it's called Dispatches from Elsewhere. And it's a what? series, uh, created by Jason Siegel. Oh, I heard you told said I didn't know a so bad Jason, whole crew. So Jason Siegel being of initially freaks and geeks and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he yeah, was Sarah Marshall, and Sarah Marshall knocked, and knocked and up, and you know, did, God, he's been in a yeah. What was the other with the the big show he did? Um, oh, how I you met your mother. Watch, how you how I met your mother, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, it's a fun little quirky uh, Charlie Kaufman esque. Hmm. kind of approach to a TV show and you got like these four strangers that meet each other but there's this like weird organization actually there's two organizations and they're getting sucked into this like world that lives underneath the surface kind of thing huh. um, Jason to keep on our theme of the last month Jason Siegel 
uh, as far as Ahmad in the series, is kind of slowly falling in love with this uh, transsexual character. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'd hate to break up a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well so just I, keep this yeah. as a three-line, dude. And, and that character's amazing. Like, it's actually really well done. Right. And it's interesting. It's is funny. It, it's is weird. Is it comedic, um, or is it drama? It's... Or is it- dramedy kind of style it's got some headier elements to it okay. um my favorite part of the whole thing it's got richard e grant as sort nice. of the um you know oz character i would huh. say on this little journey like he's the one that has this organization that is in the shadows right. and everyone that kind of controlling people's lives and anyway i don't want to give too much away about it um but it's on amc uh dispatches from elsewhere I think it's really good, and of course, I I had the first four episodes and burned right through them in two hours, and you know now I'm kind of just stuck waiting on new episodes. But uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty fucking great. I'll definitely um, check it out. I mean, I, I and, like uh, him. He's... Andre Benjamin is a major character. Um, uh, Andre two thousand or whatever the fuck. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Jesus! I don't know. I don't know him by his biblical name. You know, yeah. Andre three thousand, dude. Yeah, uh, straight out of Hotlanta. He's uh, good. I'm glad to see that guy work, and he hasn't done shit nor yeah, has. And he he's had really to. good in it. He's a great little um, actor, dude. Sally Field. Oh, I love Sally. Is in this fucking show. She's probably great, too. and she's fucking great. I forgot how hmm. teeny she is. She's, she's just a, she's teeny. She's a little nugget. Especially, you know, Seagull's got to be like 6'5". He so is. Like, he's a beast. Yeah, so she just looks like a child next to him. And, like, she looks great for her age. She's still, she's obviously, like, coherent. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so dark. Um, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> um, but a lot of good shit to watch, guys. Yeah, Catch there is a lot stuff. of good stuff right There's now. There's a new season of Better Call Saul. There's plenty to do. Oh. That does so good. where you don't need to be outside necessarily. Um, and if you're going to congregate, keep it tiny. Um, yep. Um, and we also have a little bit of, do you want to play the, do you want to do, do you want to? We were going to talk one do song. Do you want to do a break? Um, yeah, let's do a quick break and then we'll come back All and right. we'll talk, we'll do one song and then we'll clutch some pearls or be a gentleman or whatever we're going to do. We're going to be a gentleman and I got, I think I, I actually got one ahead of time. And so oh, nice. On the fly. All right. All right. Be right back. All right. Well. Since all of our sponsors have dropped out. I know, dude, right? Uh, they're, they're dropping like flies. <laughs> they don't like what we're saying, man, because we're speaking our truth. We're just speaking our truth, bro. Um, There's no confirmation bias here. Oh, no. no. We're I mean, not here to placate. At least, at least Bobby and I understand that we're too stupid to listen to each other. Yeah. Like, we, we clearly know where we fall. I just stare at this thing, and then I can see when your voice stops. <laughs> and then I just say the things I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> There's no actual conversation going on. <laughs> None. Uh, but yeah, uh, we we came across something cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys. Know I hadn't about heard this. anything about this going uh, in. Yeah, and apparently this was a game. The genesis of this, and by the way, we're talking about music, but let's start with the video game it's attached to. There's a game called Freedom Finger, and it's on the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. It's a great name. Um, it's also on Steam, and, and it's out there. And, yeah. yeah, and it's on PS4, too. And I don't know any of the backstory. Maybe Bobby will look it up real quick because we're too <laughs> distracted to look at anything. But, um, <laughs> but um, it's a video game that was developed, and attached to it was one of our favorite artists, musically. And that's one Mr. Aesop Rock. Um, Heard of him. Never heard of him. Uh, but he's Bay Area Kid, Nightmare, um, MC. One of the best out there that's ever done it, in my opinion. Um, and I don't. I, there's not a lot of people I know that really enjoy hip-hop that would say different. I know Bobby feels the same way. We've talked about him before. We've played his stuff before. This is cool because he has tracks that are directly attached to the video game. And it's done in kind of a scrolling Defender style. Right. Where you play a middle finger that goes along and shoots things. <laughs> Which is fantastic. Yeah. But um, but came across, I didn't hear these tracks until um, earlier today, actually. And I came across and I thought it was new. And then we started looking at it. And there was another track released two days ago and then five days ago. And then I started looking at all the thumbnails. And they were doing game, uh, in-game play videos like 10 months ago. So yeah. obviously he's been out for a while. But boy, I didn't hear about it. I'm not a big, no. super big video game I'm guy. I'm not, yeah. But I'm a big Aesop guy. So I'm kind of surprised that this didn't run across our desk 
at some point. Um, <laughs> but there are a few tracks off of it we listened to. Yeah, it, there's three tracks on the the soundtrack, and you can right. get the soundtrack like through where we whatever platform you get this. Sure. Um, so if you get it on Steam, like you buy the game, you get a link to download the tracks. Right. Kind right. Of, kind of thing. Um, yeah. So there's three tracks. The rest of it are taking those three tracks, break them out into like instrumental kind of interstitial kind of shit. Right. Like gameplay moments. Yep. It'll just play the instrumental, but there are three full brand new Aesop Rock tracks. Yay. Yeah. Right. Yay. Yeah. I'll take that. We need it all. Uh, one is called drums on the wheel. Uh, we did listen to all these, uh, K O W P. And then the one we're going to listen to is a track called play dead. Play dead. Um, which I, yeah, the track is a total fucking glitchy banger. Um, you guys will hear it after we're done talking, but boy, Aesop is Aesop. Uh, I haven't dug into these lyrically enough. We haven't had time to, no. to like really piece apart some of what he's saying, but you can catch some real gems in all three of these. Always. Um, just, just what do you it's say? Aesop. What do you say about that? I mean, God, we've we've went down on him several times on the fucking podcast. Yeah, he's thoroughly been blown <laughs> on the whiskey reel. Yeah, he's actually <laughs> pushing our head away mm-hmm. as we as we go down. Uh, he's bored of it. He's bored of it. But it's good to know, like everybody's still out there and still banging and still releasing stuff. I'm glad. I saw another nail where they streamed the entire thing on YouTube. Uh, but always, you know, as we say, we encourage to buy as much as we can in these trying times. Have you heard anything yet about the stimulus things and landing? And No. Um, I originally heard it was supposed to be between the 7th and the 15th. But yeah. Who knows? Who fucking knows, right? Government, baby. Government, dog. God damn, man. That government. Um, <laughs> dude, black steel, dude. Black steel in the hour of chaos, homie. Um, but yeah. Do you want to jump into it? Should we jump in on this track? Yeah. All right, so this is uh, from Freedom Finger, the video <laughs> game, uh, Aesop Rock with Play Dead. Not good. Playful. It's a video game. It's a video game. <laughs> so like it has a playful tone to yeah, it sure. that he ha- I haven't heard from him in a while. Right. Where he just right. seems like he's having fun with it. I like that a lot. I think the beat's really fun. It's kind of eight bitty, kind of you know. Uh, I don't know. Like it's it's not the most dense track he's ever done in the world, but it's Aesop. Super Dude. fun. Yeah, I mean it's gonna take weeks and epics. To fucking get <laughs> he's so dense in his writing and that's what makes him so wonderful to be a fan of um, yeah. you're never disappointed by his his ability to be uh, to weave words together and double entendre and he's just he's dope man and um, this track is cool with that little modulated glitchy sample that they're using the, the cool little bridge that lets it breathe a little bit I and you never know who's making this guy's tracks from track to no. track. Um, he just he uses everybody and anybody, which um, I don't think is a bad thing these days. There's only a few producers that I would let just. I mean, it is. So shit. this is technically released on Rhymesayers. Right. Yeah. So, you know? so, but that could mean anything. But that could mean that what? Could mean anything. The fuck, I mean, um, yeah. You know, um, uh, uh, there's been several new releases by people. There's been nothing that have, has really super caught my ear. Um, Evidence just released some stuff that wasn't bad, but I haven't dug it into it enough. Speaking of rhyme sayers, um, but 
Yeah, man. I you're getting these one-off songs about like like guys are coming out with like one-offs that aren't really like it, they feel like just feels rushed. I would like to I would like to hear one some of the big boys hunker down and, and release and some, it's put some yeah put something down. Yeah, um, RTJ obviously is. But they were already working on shit um, prior to this. Yeah. You know, that J Electronica we played, that was already going on before. Apparently, they dropped a link to certain people, probably media folk, uh, friends, that kind of thing. So For the album? There's a link to the whole album. That oh, exists. so that's going to be online in days. That that exists somewhere. That, that's going to be online. Someone's going to fucking end up dropping that. And maybe somewhere. that was the point. I don't you know. know. Who knows, man? If um, that's the case, I promise you, we're not going to post any of that audio. No. Until that album's released, exactly. Because that, we're that not going right. to play that game. That ain't right. That's um, not right. But but I'll, I'll listen to it. <laughs> all I'm going to do is listen to it. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I know this was kind of a short one, a weird one for us, um, just because we're we're at where we're at, man. Some they're not going to all be, you know, like we always say, they're not going to all be fart jokes, right? It's we're going to be, you know, the last episode we had with Sean was was more fun and us just kind of. Um, more of a celebratory podcast for us because we're all back together. But, Absolutely. You know, this is Bobby and I's midweek little breather and we're both kind of feeling the same way all you guys are feeling, man. This is starting to weigh um, super heavy. Uh, but there is, there are distractions out there. There's some ways to get out of your own headspace that doesn't always involve, you know, doing bad things to yourself per se. There's so There's plenty of good stuff to watch and listen to. Um, what and what are those? <laughs> uh, just saying, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, um, um, yeah, because man, last week I counted Ooh. them up. I went Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and when I say went, um, I didn't casually drink some port with a colleague of mine. Sure, um, this was ham over and over. Yeah. And by by Monday, I. My body told me you better knock it off. So yeah, yeah. You know, me and Bobby are having a, a a couple Celsius now, but man, I haven't. I, it it's it was a it was a come to Jesus moment for me. I was like, okay, kiddo. Yeah. You know, you better keep this shit in check. Remember dude. how you're not 22? Yeah. Um, oh, oh, I remembered. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Jesus me too, Christ, man. Dude. And I I went through the same. And and I hear yeah. from what I understand from a lot of people I'm listening to. Um, we're not alone, man. Um, there are people out there. It's like that are feeling kind of desperate, and um, but I think like with everything, like that initial kind of yay, this is weird and fun and kind of strange and it hasn't hit us yet, and then we get into our kind of somber, dig ourselves a hole a little bit, and then we got to fill that hole, and we'll get used to whatever this is, yeah, however yeah. this is, and get back to kind of more of a more of a whatever's normal for you. You know, whatever's normal for you. So, yeah, I'm just, again, can't overemphasize. We seem to be a pretty resilient species when it all comes down to Roaches, it. Roaches, homie. You know. We always find a way. We always find a way. And we're going to obviously find our way through this, you know, without getting too... Yeah, I'm always worried about the next move. Like, I'm always worried about the chess game of it where it's like, okay, once we get past this, when's the next one? What's the next what bullshit? do? Um, but we're not there yet. So I guess we'll just bide our time and... Cross that bridge when we get to it. Absolutely, man. man. You know. So you got anything? As always, we want to end off with trying to give you some some upbeat stuff. So do you got anything to be a gentleman about? Oh man, um, yeah. I uh, talked a lot of shit a couple of weeks ago <laughs> because uh, because the the lady friend has been baking so fucking much. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, for but sure. then it, you know. Like yesterday, she was on the couch and she's like, "Would you want, you know, should I make some no bake cookies?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, right. don't, you know, what the fuck?" But you know, it occurred to me like she's going through a thing. Yeah, you know, it's so like I just I was like, you know what? If you make cookies, I'll eat some fucking cookies. Yeah, get out. You know what I mean? Self. Yeah, like Why I get not? it. You know, I'll eat the cookies. Why not? Man? And, <laughs> you know. And, and, and- Dude, fucking a right, man. Um, that's that's again. These are those ebbs and flows and yeah. and valleys of yeah. shit. So it was like fries, chicken parm sandwich, and some cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's so, all the food groups. I hit every food group last Good for night. You. And yeah. then fell into a proper you know? coma. And then uh, yeah, you know, and then she slept better. I'm sure. 
Uh, <laughs> as by virtue of she just felt like she did something, uh, which I totally fucking get. Like sometimes that's all it you know, takes. Where are we at? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, that's that's definitely a good one. My mine is be a gentleman and and take a beat where you usually wouldn't be when you're speaking to people. Um, try to take a moment just to understand why they're saying it before you answer back. Um, I got into kind of a a one-on-one with somebody at my work. Um, We both probably weren't right and we both probably weren't wrong, but um, I felt the need to escalate it and felt my my blood start to boil. And um, I have to remember that everybody's got their own process. So um, allow everybody their process, I guess, and and take a moment because every, like you said, same with yours. Uh, with your girl, uh, we're all processing this in our in different ways, and some people are more scared than others, and some people are genuinely concerned and don't get near me and don't touch me and don't breathe on me, and other people aren't, and none of those people are right, and none of those people are wrong. It, uh, so be just kind of be patient yeah. with everybody, I guess. Um, yeah, man. That's no, it. I mean, in a few months, we're going to have the chance to shit all over each other again and oh, 100%. be assholes to each other. Oh, boy. But right now, maybe it's not the time. Like, no. Let's let people chill on this shit a little bit. Unless you're wearing a tinfoil flat bill. Yeah, if you got to, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little fed up with that shit. You're going to get shit on. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get shit on. Because you, you were definitely not part of the solution. Nope. At that point. Um, nope. Yeah, we're going to do this again either Saturday or Sunday, depending on what Chuddy Buddy can do. And then uh, you'll be hearing this, I'm sure, on Monday morning for a full set of yeah. the real to real, y'all. But The real you know, thing. The real reels. Um, but for now, I guess we'll sign it off. Yeah, buddy. Even to their own devices. Let's yeah. wrap it up. Let's wrap it, brother. All right. All right. See you guys.